me stirred up back there. <laughs> you know, uh, it's always a joy coming here because you all honor us. See, it's one thing to say apostle. It's another thing to say spiritual father and mother. It's, it's one thing to say that. It's another thing to honor that. A lot of people say things because, you know, they're just trying to edge their way in or whatever. But it's real to your pastors. It's evident by how they honor us, right? And that's not easy to honor us because we got a peculiar life. <laughs> Seriously. And it's really peculiar with that little end over there. Right? So it's just not like, you know, uh, you know, do whatever, whatever, because we don't do whatever. Not that your pastors do whatever, but they find out what is our pleasure, and they cater to that and honor that. So give your pastors a big hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because it's not like that everywhere. <clears throat> it's not like that everywhere. Now, today is a day of demonstration, impartation, right? I haven't been to a, a church since coming off that seven-day fast where I can impart what I'm about to impart to you all. So I want you to know that uh, your life is going to be uh, drastically changed. Yeah. And I'm going to teach our way up to that point. Right? It's been, it's been, you know, one thing operating in the apostolic office is I'm used to running back and forth and preaching and prophesying and going on and, and carrying on. And, you know, that, that can happen. We'll, you know, we'll happen when God wants that gift kicking like that. But in the apostolic, I'm learning, is more teaching. Yeah. But it comes out in a, where I would, before when I would teach, I'd have to preach and prophesy and get it down in somebody. This just comes out. Right? And goes in. That's the main thing. That you get everything. Right? So, Father, I just agree with that prophetic word that it's the hour of demonstration. Demonstrate your goodness here in Exceeding Grace Christian Center. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Tell somebody you're rich and you may be seated. Okay, let me do a real quick review. Review is preview. So go to Proverbs chapter 12. Let's get in this. Let's go to work. You're in increase school. 
<laughs> While you're turning there, you know, uh, the band and everybody sound pretty good. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe I need to go on the road. <laughs> but we can't use the RVN band. That name's already taken. We'd be infringing on copyright. <laughs> but I came up with a name. Holy Orioles. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I said holy. <laughs> hey, you know, when we get to heaven, we're going to have to do some talking with God, you know, because when I get around you, I feel like a black man trapped in a white man's body. You know what I'm saying? So what's up with that? But of course, Apostle Paul said, I've become all things to all people. <laughs> Proverbs 12. Our springboard verse for this series, verse 9. He that is despised and has a servant is better than he that honors himself and lives a life in lack, lacks bread. And so uh, we've been looking at the better life. And remember, better is not, the, is not best. Better is above. Better is, is above where you used to be. And when you get to best, you'll know it because you'll arrive at it don't get no better than this. Right? But ain't nobody in this church there yet. Amen. Hallelujah. But we're, we're, we're better than we were before. And if you've come in here and you know your life is, is in turmoil or whatever, just keep coming and listening and become a doer of what you're hearing in here. And your life, is, 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 as much as it seems like it's a mess, will begin to turn around and it will get better and better and better and better. See, that's how it works. Me and Mom Alberta, we were two drug addict drunks in the middle of a divorce. I hated her. She hated me. Uh, I was locked up 20 times looking at 21 years. I was bleeding out my mouth and nose, and every time I went to the bathroom, I was passing blood. See, y'all didn't know that part, right? Y'all are struggling on that part. <laughs> right? But God, 30 years ago, stepped in, and in 72 hours... I encourage you to go on our website and listen to those teachings on 72-hour miracles because God spoke to me on that 70-day fast afterwards saying, look, I've placed in your life an increase, an anointing of increase higher than before, and 72-hour miracles will be a sign just like rain is a sign. See? that I've placed in your ministry. And so 72-hour uh, miracles are popping back home. And, uh, you know, I believe they're going to pop here. That doesn't mean, listen, 
72-hour miracles is from the time you launched out in something, and in 72 hours or less, it happened. You know, and, and just getting mom that jag the other day was a 72-hour miracle right here. Well, yeah, but you rich. You can try to find that particular car and then find it and it be in good shape, right? You understand what I'm saying? It's a 72-hour miracle, right? And the price for you nosy ones was 7200 See, so... <laughs> Right now, she's got a she's got an Infinity at home. I got a SRX at home. You know, th this is our Florida car because we're Flotucky. <laughs> now, see, don't get mad at that. Follow that. We're beginning to possess Florida. We want a house here, not to have all you all over. Mama over there, yes, yes. <laughs> then I'll, I'll be gone somewhere when y'all come over. <laughs> Just kidding. But we want a house here. And, you know, interesting enough, when we were getting divorced uh, 30 years ago, this was where Mama Alberta came to buy uh, a place to live. was here. Isn't that wild? Out of all the places in America, she comes here, didn't know, really know anybody here, but God's orchestrating something, see? And so, uh, hallelujah, 72-hour miracles. He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that brags on himself, but living a life in lack. There will be people that are living in lack that will despise you because you have something working for you. Now, we've already looked, and in the, in the three servants we're looking at, uh, uh, Thursday night was faith, Friday night was angels, and today. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How do you say that word? I, I, I couldn't hear you. Okay, you're not cussing. Money. All three of them, all three of them are servants. But most Christians, they don't know how to use faith. They don't even, they think faith is, you know, uh, the, the denomination they believe, go to or uh, uh, I believe in God. They don't know it's a law. And angels, you know, it's just some little, uh, you know, poster that they got hung up in the garage. Every time they leave the garage, they look at the angel or they got an angel statue on their dash or something. You know, he's going to protect me and all that. They have no idea that they're ministering spirits that work for you. Faith works for you. Angels work for you. And money should not be working against you. It should be working for you. Now we're gonna get we're gonna get in some stuff now. All right. Okay. Now, again, go back with me to Matthew.
the sixth chapter. And this verse impacted me as a young Christian because we gave away everything we had. Our eight-acre farm, four cars, all of our money, furniture, everything, jewelry, everything. We gave it, gave it all away under the instruction of God to follow Him and what He had for us. And we didn't really know what all that entailed. We, we, we just were just so excited to be so transformed that anything I could do to help this Jesus out, I was willing to do it. And I was so sorry, having run to the altar at five and a half years old and carried my Bible to school all the way up to I was 14 years old, preached to the big guys out on the playground. Started my first church in, when I was in sixth grade and then was a full-blown drug addict, drug dealer, hustler, for 14, thief for 14 straight years. I was sorry. I was sorry. And uh, when we gave everything away, Matthew 6 was where we lived. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. And we needed those other things. We, our gas tank was on empty. Our refrigerator was on empty. Our bank account was on empty. Everything was empty, empty, empty. But, and God emptied us out with a plan. See, he saw me standing in front of you as an apostle of prosperity in 2018, rich, debt-free, don't know anybody on this planet, nothing, been debt-free for over two decades, not paid a dime of interest in over two decades. My, my wife is loaded. My wife. I'm just talking about my wife. Her account. You heard that, didn't you? And God sees you. He sees you. He's not subtracting from you. He's setting you up. See? And he's going to use uh, your obedience, your seed, and various anointings to accomplish that. And so in Matthew 6, verse 24, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other, you cannot, it's impossible to serve God and mammon, mammon being that monetary Babylonian Egyptian system out there, which is the borrowing lending institutions, right? And so uh, Jesus makes it plain. You can't have one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. Now, we're in this world, but we don't operate of this world. And so you and I, when we learn spiritual truth, can have the best of both worlds. 
That was God's intention. But to do it, you got to do it his way. And so, uh, again, I said this uh, last night or, or Friday night or when some, sometime. Money makes a terrible master. But it makes a great servant. And the way you get out from money mastering you is, now watch this, is God being your master, hang on, 100%. 100%. See, if he's your master just when it's convenient, when you want to do what he says to do. No, he has to become your master. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, not do the things which I say? See? And so for, for you to break totally free from that system, God has to be totally your senior partner. He has to, he has to, he has to have overruling rights in your finances. In other words, if me and Alberta, we agree uh, we agree on, on, you know, buying that car the other day, right? We told God, if this thing, if you're not in this thing, shut it down. No biggie. No biggie. I remember one time I was going to go buy uh, a big SUV, and it was, uh, oh, my, three or four hours away, and I was trading in a couple vehicles and, and some uh, money for this. Uh, vehicle right and so uh, I'm towing uh, my one of my jeeps behind uh, an SUV and we're going we're trading up for a nicer SUV and so when I get there uh, when we're pulling up the Lord's like I didn't like what I was feeling and uh I went out, uh, went in there, and the guy came out. Are you the guy from Kentucky? We were in another state. I said, Yeah. And he, and he damns God's name. This is not. Now I know the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, but I already got this going on, right? And then you know he's he's doing this, doing that, and I and I open it up, and it's all dirty on the inside, and all this stuff, and. Uh, I said, sir, uh, I don't need to drive it. He said, well, good, let's go in there and do the paperwork. I said, no, that ain't for me, it's for somebody else. He said, you, and see, you already saw the two vehicles I'm bringing in. And he said, uh, well, you come all that ways, you know, we can make a deal. He said, I'll take $1,000 off of it. Now, I know already something going on that he's that eager, Right? And uh, I said, no, sir. He said, 2000 I said, no, no. And so we got in the vehicle. We're coming. Uh, one, of my, one of my sons and Lord driving me, and I'm mad. I'm mad at God. I said, God, how come you just didn't tell me? He ain't saying nothing. So we get about halfway back. And, you know, got to go to the bathroom. Pull in this gas station. We're getting gas. I go in this bathroom, and it's a hellhole. You ever been in those kind of bathrooms? 
graffiti all over the place, you know, and 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 and, and no 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 paper towels and ain't got no soap and and just stuff all over the floor and I'm I'm in there and I'm like stinks stinks to low hell Some of you got some of you got that <laughs> And the word of the Lord came to me in that old low stinking bathroom he said well you passed the test I said come here <laughs> what test he said you passed the test Philip you're going to be handling big money and I got to get you to where a deal can look so good a purchase can look so good that you'll shut it down when my spirit's not moving. Now, see, I had to pass that test. It's not something that I could have just, God, tell me about. And say, oh, I got that. No, you have to experience it. Because the vehicle still looked good on the outside. You understand what I'm saying? Got home. Got home. And went down in my dream tank. And uh, got online. I'm like, what? Made a phone call. 24 hours later. 24 hours later. We had a Cadillac Escalade sitting in our driveway way beyond what we were looking at right so not only did i pass the test right then god honored that in 24 hours so when he's shutting something down doesn't mean that he, he he's slamming the door on on your life he needs you so sensitive to his spirit. You ain't no hurry today, are you? Because my airplane don't leave till tomorrow. I got a lot to say to you today. Right? So the key to having money serve you 100% is you serve God 100%. Now, see, you can, you can pass the charismatic quiz, but doing that's another ball game. You, you, you buy something that you've been wanting for a long time, and you got that thing, and the Lord says, give it away. Has that ever happened to somebody? You know that little battle that's going on? Right? Right? God's not trying to keep you from having that. He got, he got 10 or 20 of them things for you, whatever. Right? But that, that lordship, I'm the Lord thy God which teaches you to profit and leads you in the wherein you should go. See? And so I want money. See, money controls so much of my life. 
pool hustler, gambler, thief. See? And so a pocket full of money, I was happy. As far as I knew happiness. Right? Because with that pocket full of money, I got my alcohol, I got my dope, I got me a girl. Yeah, there's silly girls out there. There's silly girls out there. You got pocket full of money. They they sitting there looking. They looking, they looking, they looking for some lying guy to come along and say, hey, come on, baby. I loves you. And they're just like this. He loves me. <laughs> Let that money run out. Come on now. <laughs> so, money. Psalms 22. We're talking about money, your seed. Being a servant. Psalms 22. Look at verse number 30. A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. Now watch this. You've got to be real careful when you're uh, studying the Word of God. That you don't take seed and always translate it as children. Seed is more than children. Now, this word seed in the Hebrew, put it up there on the screen, guys. Zera. You, you got that? Yeah. Figuratively, plant, sowing time, and then posterity or children, right? But now watch this. A seed shall serve him. What's that talking about? It's talking about sowers. People that are sowers shall serve him. You, you, you better catch it. You're, and you're not a sower because you, 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 you put $5 in the mission offering. Just like you're not a truck driver because you got a U-Haul and moved the living room set over to, to the other side of town. You're a truck driver when you're doing that all week long. You're a sower when you're doing it all the time. Right? Now, a seed or sowers shall serve him. And it says, and he... Or, it shall be accounted. Now that word accounted, see that's a financial term. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. There's coming a generation that's being lifted up right now. That are, it's a generation of sowers that are 100% sold out to Jesus. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, that shall I do. Now, 
Don't have time to go there. Mark chapter 4. I've taught it here before. It says, a sower went out to sow. It does not say a sower went out to reap. A sower knows that reaping is automatic. It didn't say a reaper went out to reap. A sower went out to sow. So in a sower's mind, reaping is automatic. The earth brings forth fruit of herself. First the blade, then the ear, and after that the full corn in the ear. And I've taught this here before. The earth brings forth automatically. Automatos in the Greek. So it's an automatic thing. See? And so... Faith is invisible, but it's made visible. Angels are invisible, and, but, but what they do is made visible. Money is visible. So we got to make it invisible. So that it can become visible. How does that happen? See? We got to take it from its natural state and get it over into the supernatural. And what initiates that is your tithe. I've met people that, that they, they, they sow in here, sow in here, sow in here, and you start talking about tithe. I don't believe in that. Why are you doing all this stuff and you don't believe in your, your tithe? Oh, that's Old Testament and all that. I ain't got time to go there. Wrote a book on that. Right? But now watch this. Tithe opens up the what? Now heaven's transactions for offerings can be done. You ever gone to the bank and the window was closed? There was no transactions. A lot of people are, are trying to get their offerings in, into heaven's, uh, the treasure in heaven. Bible says you, you and, and the windows closed, so no transactions can operate. So what allows us to take money that is visible and get it into the invisible realm is that window being open. Don't give me this mess about I can't afford to tithe or when, you know, when I, I, when I, when I get where I need to go, then I'll tithe. Or I'm in debt, so everything that comes in is not increased, so I don't tithe until I'm out of debt. You a fool. Excuse the fool. Doesn't mean you're a stupid person. But the Bible says, he that heareth these sayings of mine and don't do them, don't do them, I will liken them unto a, a fool. See, your house is coming down. You trying to keep that thing up, it's coming down. Because you're, you're working contrary. Now, Genesis chapter 1. Verse number 11, chapter 1. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, 
the herb yielding seed and fruit tree, fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so, and earth brought forth grass, herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Now watch this. Don't miss this. God pre-programmed seed. It's pre-programmed. You plant a corn seed, and you and you you put up that this is your bean patch all you want to. It's coming. It's coming up. Corn. My daddy. My daddy. You know, in the, in in the little garden, Mama's personal garden. He'd put a little stick down there with with you know uh, what what this is and what that is what that. Is. And all of a sudden, you know, you like say that was beets, and all of a sudden you saw uh, a corn coming up there, right? Well, we knew that somehow it wasn't some beet seed that was in rebellion. <laughs> and said, I'm transgender. Oh, no, he didn't. No, me and Daddy knew that one of us dropped, yeah, dropped that corn seed in there somehow. See? Are you following? And so God has pre-programmed. Oh, my God. You better stay with it. God has pre-programmed seed to produce exactly what kind of seed it is. Exactly. Every time. It's been operating that way since uh, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 8, 22, right? As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease, right? Right? So whatever kind of seed you plant, that's the kind of harvest you're going to get. But we're talking money now, see? So how do we, how, 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 how do we, how do, we do that? See, if you got, if you got money... And uh, you want you need a car, you don't really have a car. You you don't have no car. Let's say you don't even have a vehicle, and but you want a car. But all you got is some money. But if 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 I have to give away a car to get a car, then I, then uh, it ain't gonna work for me because I don't have no car unless I can get somebody gives me a car for seed to throw it to throw that way. <laughs> to to sow that you understand but here's the beauty here's the beauty that god gives us he gives us the creative right as his children he's a creator he gives us the creative right to pre-program our seed boy you better catch this you can pre-program your seed, your money. That's what we're talking about. Look at your neighbor and say, just get over it. He's talking about money. <laughs> Don't get mad at that. How many of you want some more money? Yes. Need some more money? Yes, you need an upgrade in your house. You need an upgrade in your car. You need some things taken care of. So don't give me that religious look like mm, he's talking about money. 
See, I know how this thing works. See, I'm here to help you. And uh, so you can pre-program your seed and call those things which be not as though they were. Naming your seed. God did it. He come to Abraham and said, or Abram, he said, no, your name ain't Abram no more, it's Abraham. And I can't, I, can't have, I can't have Sarai have that name. Her name's Sarah. Because I'm naming a seed, and his name is Isaac. You catching this? See? You see it happen, you know, with, with uh, Simon. Jesus looks at him and says, you ain't a Simon, you a Peter. He's naming. Folks, when, when, when you understand, remember growing up and all the name calling, you're chicken. Well, you a double chicken. Well, you a double cross-eyed chicken. And you know, back and forth, back and forth, that name calling, right? Don't look at me like, you, you black folk did that too, didn't you? Y'all might have, y'all might have thrown some, uh, might have not been chickens. That's enough, that's enough, that's enough. We're going in. We're going in the wrong direction. Quick. <laughs> That's the strongest response I had out of y'all all morning. <laughs> right. So you and I can plant seed, plant money, and have it go to work as a servant. And for for. You have to take money that's visible, and it has to become invisible. It has to leave your life. But it's coming back into your life. Go to John. Chapter 12. I'm jumping all over the place here this morning. John chapter 12. Verse 23. Jesus answered them saying, the hours come. Why not today? The hours come that the Son of Man should be glorified in your life. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. It abides alone, but if it died, if it died, it brings forth much fruit. Now, he's talking about himself, right? Now, hold your place here and go over here to First Peter. 
verse 23. Chapter 1. Lo siento. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed, that's the implied subject, which is the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is as grass. All the glory of man is a flower grass. That withers, flower falls away, but the Word of the Lord, it endures forever. Right? So being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. Now, let go of that place. You're still holding John 12. Go with me to Matthew 16. Matthew 16. And look at verse. Let me know when you're there by saying hallelujah. Verse 26, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So just because somebody looks like they have extreme gain in their life doesn't mean that it came through God's system. A lot of people sell their soul, right, for some kind of platform and position and uh, riches and honor that comes from men. For what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Now watch this. Or what shall a man give? Now, now you, you, better, you better grab that word exchange for his soul. Exchange. So you and I have experienced exchange. And what gave us the exchange was being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed, which is the Word of God. Right? Right? So something happened 16 July 1988, 2.30 in the afternoon, when I, in my farmhouse, cried out to God with cocaine running around my brain and volumes in my vein and hating my wife and really hating myself and just hating life and just, boom. An exchange happened. And I was translated out of darkness into His marvelous light. I was brought out of the kingdom of evil into the kingdom of His dear Son. He was made sin for me, that I would be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, the great exchange. But that exchange didn't stop there. It didn't, it didn't stop there. Now, that's what Jesus was talking about in John chapter 12. Except a corn of wheat fall into the earth and die. 
it abides alone. In other words, you just have that seed right there in your hand. You can go. You can walk around. You can sit. I can walk around with this all all day long. And say, "Ooh, you know what I can do with this? What I could do with this? What I could do with this? What I could do with this?" And just put it right back in my pocket. And eventually, that world out there take all that away. See. See. Now. For teaching purposes, do you all have that uh, definition of exchange? Exchange. Watch this now. The act of giving or taking one thing in return for another. The act or process of substituting one thing for another. The reciprocal of giving and receiving Something offered, given, or received in an exchange. That's, that's plain enough, right? But now, I want, I want, do you guys have uh, John 12, 24, the way I paraphrased it? Yes, now watch this. Except, now we just read over in 1 Peter, right? And we know Jesus was talking about himself, the incorruptible seed, right? Right? Except the incorruptible seed fall in the ground and die, the incorruptible seed abides without fruit. But if the incorruptible seed die, it brings forth much fruit. You following that so far? So what we do is we take corruptible seed and we sanctify it with our tithe. And by presenting it in front of God, moving it from the root that people put their love to of all evil into the system that operates bringing things in the invisible into the visible realm. And I can pre-program this with whatever is, now watch this, whatever is placed in my heart by 100% serving God. Not, oh, I saw that house and, boy, I want that house. Oh, I saw that car. Well, that's great. Did God? Say that was your inheritance. Did God say that was what, what, what is for you in this season of your life? Very important. Very important because, you know, you got people naming and claiming stuff that might belong to somebody else. Chris sees a house and he says, man, that's, that's, that's my house. But God showed it to Robert that that was Robert's house. Right? Now, they love each other. They're brothers. And they're sitting there talking back and forth. Yeah, I, I, I sold seed for my house. Oh, I sold seed for my house. Well, sh show me your house. <laughs> they get in the car. They say, well, what? It's, it's real close to my house. And then they get on the same street. Well, we're going to be neighbors. <laughs> and then you pull in the same, in the same driveway. Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't living on one side of the house. You're living on the other side of the house. 
You got, now, folks, I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen. Somebody builds a house, you know, and all of a sudden you got 10 Christians claiming it. Right? And it might not even belong to any of them. Right? Now, you can sow seed for a house, but you got to let God show you that house. You got to let God show you these things. Right? And He knows what you like. He, he knows what you like. When, 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 when the Lord told us to buy new vehicles, I said, well, Lord, we don't need new vehicles. The vehicles we have are nice. He said, no, I need you to have new vehicles now to validate the message. I said, okay. And he said, now, while you're at it, give those other two away. Well, I don't know you do all that now. All right, here we go. And... I'm going to buy me a Mercedes. And uh, I went to my vault, got my little locked briefcase. I'm going up there cash. And Mama Alberta, Mama Alberta says, uh, that ain't your car. I said, yes, that's my car. You get your car. That's my car. She said, no, it ain't. It's an SRX. I said, no, it ain't no SRX. It's that car. I went up there, and guess what? That was my car. <laughs> Nothing was right. Now, I could have drove off with that thing. But see, gotta, you got, you got, you, that would have been a fine Ishmael. <laughs> that was one fine Ishmael right there. I've had people say, well, the Lord blessed Ishmael. <laughs> but it's still Ishmael. And she was right. SRX, right? That's what God wants. And I didn't know that. And I get in that car now. It's like it's just so perfect for me at this season. It's so perfect for me. But. Uh, Pastor Jonathan, he, he sat in there a couple of times. He, he can tell you. But it's just so perfect for this season. I didn't know that. I didn't know, but God knew that. See? God knows what you like. Right? But let's get back to this. Uh, getting our seed, our money to become invisible, to become incorruptible. So, and, and let it die. Let it leave our life knowing that it's coming back in. Right? Now, uh, over here in 1 Corinthians 15. See, the devil, the devil has, has a money master plan. The devil has a money master plan. That's how he controls things on this planet. He don't control things on this planet by the Satanist church. They goofy out there and all that. I, I get that, you know, they, you, you know they, whatever, whatever, and the witches and the cults and all that. He does it through money. Money. 
And he has, he has a master money plan to keep people serving the money system. The borrower is servant to the lender. Let's say it this way. The poor are serving the rich. I understand that there's some rich folk that make business deals and they borrow from the rich and they've got their little thing going on in back room deals and all this stuff. But basically, basically, that lending system caters to the lacking people, people that lack. They make their big money not out of that building that hotel and whatever and all this other stuff going on. They make their money off, off, off that family that's, uh, their house is mortgaged, their cars got notes on them, uh, the, the, on and on, credit cards are maxed out, on and on and on and on, right? That's just one family, one family, and it's just eating them up, right? Right? And that's the devil's master plan, and breaking out of that. I remember when we owed the IRS all of our credit cards maxed out, car payment, camper payment, and, and just uh, overwhelmed. I mean, it looked like there's no way out. But that book said there was. That's right. Right? And we just began worshiping the Lord 100% and whatever he said to us. Whatever. Whenever. We did it. We did what, it, what God required of us. See? And there was times when we would just be sitting at home and with nothing. And we would just have to sit there and look at each other and read the scriptures. Because if our minds thought about, because we wasn't seeing, right? We wasn't seeing the visible. We were, we had planted in the invisible realm, but we weren't seeing the visible, right? We seen a little trace here, a little trace there, but I ain't. It wasn't daily loading us with benefits, right? But we were speaking that. We were speaking these things out, right? And we were loosing our angels. We kept our faith working. We kept the angels working. And we, we kept telling each other our seed is at work. It is serving us. Cast your bread upon the waters. And after many days, it shall return unto you again. See, see, right? We, we got to keep money serving. Now, are you in 1 Corinthians 15? All right. Now, look at this. Oh, boy. Where do I want to begin? It's all. Well, let's just jump over here to verse 13. But if there be no resurrection of the dead... Then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then we might as well just shut this church down. Our preaching is vain, and your faith is also vain. Now watch this now. Watch this now. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But, but, if it's planted there, 
it will bring much fruit. He's talking about himself. The incorruptible seed being planted, bringing many sons unto glory. And he's showing us a spiritual truth about resurrection life power of letting something visible in the flesh be sown into where you cannot see and resurrection life power in which the kingdom operates brings it back into your life. You following this? The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of what? Sin and death. Sin and death right? Right? So we operate in the law of resurrection life power. So when something appears dead, we call those things alive. We call those things into existence. So when you sow your seed, it leaves the visible realm into the invisible realm where resurrection life power starts moving on it. It's leaving the Babylonian system. It's leaving the world system. And it's entering into the kingdom of God. Then resurrection life power starts moving on it. 72 hours. And it starts moving on it. And what it was pre-programmed. What you named your seed. See, Job says it this way. Vow and pay. And you shall decree a thing. You'll name it. You'll name what, what you're sowing. You're naming it. That's my car. That's my house. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my. See? But now watch this. God knows when you say house, He knows, for instance, if you go out and, 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 and you plant one corn seed and you plant on feeding your family for the summer corn on one seed, it ain't happening. You get four or five years, and they're going to be looking at you like, Daddy, ain't got ain't no, ain't no more coming off this thing. <laughs> so what you are desiring, your seed has to be equally yoked with what you are desiring. You don't sow a dollar and get a million-dollar harvest. No, 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 no. A million dollar harvest requires at least a $10,000 seed. Not $10,000. Why, well, we gave 1000 over here. We gave 200 here and you added it all up. Well, look at here. No, no, no. $10,000 at one time for a specific, not a house, not a car, $1 million. 
Well, y'all got quiet right there, didn't you? Which is, uh, Pastor, we're working on getting 10,000, you know. Huh? <laughs> there is a seed. You get to pre-program it, but your senior partner, God, tells you how much is required for what you are believing, sowing for. See? Just just listen to that holy silence. So in in, in verse forty four, same chapter. Well, let's back up. Look what it says there in verse thirty seven. Are you there? Yes, sir. And that which you sowest, you sow not the body that shall be. But bear grain. It may chance of wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as it has pleased him. Now he's talking about natural seed. It does not come back the way it was sown. God says this is the way it's going to be. This is how it's coming back. This is the form, the fashion in which it will return. Now, he's talking about if Christ is not risen from the dead, then everything we're doing, vain. And so he comes all the way back into the natural to get this spiritual truth to the saints at Corinth. And he says this, that which thou, well, oh, let's back up. Verse 35, but some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool. Now see, God said fool. Thank you, Lord. That which thou sowest is not quickened, it's not made alive, except it become invisible. It has to leave your life. It has to be gone from you. But it's not gone eternally. It's coming back in a different fashion. How? It's been pre-programmed. And that which thou sowest, ye sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may be chance of wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as it has pleased him, and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. And one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, another of birds. There are, now watch this, and then he says this. There are celestial bodies, invisible, invisible invisible and there are bodies terrestrial visible but the glory of the invisible is one type of glory and the glory of the earthy the worldly terrestrial is another 
there's one glory of the sun, and then another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also, good God Almighty, so also is resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, and it is raised in incorruption, sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in power. Now watch verse 44. It is sown in the natural. Natural. Your money, when you put it in a bucket, when you put it in your pastor's pocket, when, when we take up the offering here in just a little bit, when, when you sow that, right, it's natural, it's visible, but it's serving you. It's going to work on your behalf. You're my car. You're my house. You're my whatever. I keep going to cars and houses. I, I believe God wants to do some cars and houses in here. Hallelujah. Why would he have us come down here and buy a car and be looking for a house if it, if, 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 if he don't want you all to be, be upgrading too. Hallelujah. I believe there's cars and houses in this house. It is sown a natural body, but it's raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body. And there is a spiritual body. You understand this? So when you, when, when you and I, certainly it's talking about the catching away of the church, the rapture and all that stuff. Yeah, right, 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 right. And the twinkling eye and all that. But it's also talking about how the kingdom operates. Because if Christ is not raised from the dead, then is your preaching. And you ain't preaching about the rapture every time you come to church. You're preaching about how the kingdom operates. And it, the same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead will make alive in the mort mortal, in the physical, your life also. Certainly you can apply that to healing, but you can apply that to prosperity. That's right. Exactly right. Okay, now, let's just jump over here and throw this in real quick. Leviticus 27. Now, you're well taught in this church. You know Leviticus 27, it talks about the tithe. The tithe ain't your tithe. It's the Lord's. And if you're not even passing that test of obedience, then, you know, just tune me out because it ain't happening. And if you haven't been tithing, repent, get back in it immediately. See? But now watch this. In Leviticus 27, verse 14. 
And when a man shall sanctify his house to be holy unto the Lord. I mean, that's, that's when you're just saying, okay, God, your way or no way. Then the priest shall estimate it. Estimate it. What's that thing worth now? Whether it be good or bad, as the priest shall estimate it, so shall it stand. Now, that's not you estimating it. That's the priest, right? Now, certainly we could say, Pastor Jonathan, but how many of you know we got a high priest? Right? And what, 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 how is he estimating your living conditions? Probably below standard. See? And that's why you start getting frustrated. That's why you start getting upset about this or that, that and this. Because God's trying to stir your nest to get you to move. Right? Now watch this. Verse 16. And if a man shall sanctify the Lord some part of the field of his possession, then the estimation shall be according to to the seed. If I was to sit down with each one of you and let's just talk your dream. And then we're going to talk your seed. And we're going to say, we're going to see if the estimation matches your dream. Or the times when God challenged you. And you don't want to talk about them. But I'm talking about if you be honest. Oh, yeah, Lord told me to do a soul a thousand. Pastor John and Kim, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I mean, if we can get you, if we, if we can just get this all the way out on the table. Right? Because everything has an estimation. Of what kind of seed is required for that possession. Now look at this. And if a man shall sanctify the Lord some part of the field of his possession, then thy estimation shall be according to the seed thereof. A homer of barley seed shall be valued at 50 shekels of silver. Now, you ready for this? Yes, Notice the barley seed has a value. The value is accordance to its importance and its, and its productive potential. Of... Uh, 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 Thank you, Lord. A homer of barley seed. Let's just say a bushel. A bushel is all seed. Right? And so it's value to somebody that sees its potential, productivity, and its importance, and knows 
how to sow it. Knows how to get it in the ground. It's monetary value is 50 shekels. Right? So, seed and money are one and the same. Uh, Some of y'all looking at me funny. (laughs) Look over here in uh, Matthew. We'll go to Deuteronomy first. Deuteronomy 14. (laughs) See, if you you don't know that money is seed and that you can pre-program your seed... You can name your seed, you're hung up. I'm trying to get you over that place of of wondering about it to where you know how this operates. Deuteronomy 14, look at this in verse number 21. You shall not eat of anything that dies of itself. You shall give it unto the stranger. Well, okay. That is in thy gates that he may eat it, or you may sell it unto an alien. This is just keeping everything kosher. For you are a holy people unto the Lord thy God. You shall not see the kid in his mother's milk. You shall truly tithe all the increase of thy seed that the field bringeth forth year by year. You shall eat before the Lord your God in the place which he, God, shall choose to place his name there. The tithe of the corn, of the wine, and the oil, firstlings of the herd and the flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord thy God always. And if the way be too long for thee, so that you are not able to carry it. In other words, if the place where God says, okay, this is where we're going to have the worship, and it's 300 miles away, and you know, uh, your your tithe is 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 two cows and three goats and and five. You know it's going to be hard to carry it, even though that's your offering. It says, if it, the way be too long for thee, so that you are not able to carry it, or the place be too far from thee, which the Lord thy God shall choose to set His name there, when the Lord thy God has blessed thee, you shall turn it. You shall turn it into money. Now, everything that they were to bring for an offering is a seed producer. Whether it's cattle, vegetables, whatever, right? Right? But if it be too far from thee, God knew that in St. Petersburg, uh, I'd be in a church that's not a church full of farmers. Right? But if the place be too, you can turn it into money. Exchange. Put that, put, put that up in, the, in, in, in the, what is it, New King James Version. You have that? No, 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 New King James Version. Yeah. 
Then you shall exchange it for money. Exchange. I like that word better. Right? You shall exchange it for money. Now, you got, you, you, you're taking your money. You're passing by other people. They got their cow. They got their goat. So where's your offering? My offering's right here. That ain't no offering. You're supposed to bring a cow, and goat, whatever. No, 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 no. No, I turned that. This is my cow. This is my goat. This is my house. This is my car. Money represents, and I've taught this here before, but it bears repeating. Money represents your life. You go apply for a job. I'm talking about a good job. I ain't talking about, you know, you, you know. I'm talking about a nice company job with benefits and all that. You know what they're going to do to you? They're going to send you to the doctor to get you a physical. Because they ain't going to take your word for it. That your heart's beating like it's supposed to be. That your lungs are working. Why? Because they are hiring your heart. Heart stops. No work out of you. So they want to make sure that your heart is working. God sends you into a spiritual to take a spiritual, not a physical. Because he wants to make sure That your heart is working. Come on now. Because he knows that where your heart is. See? And so they say, we're going to pay you $20 an hour. $100 an hour. I was just telling Pastor Jonathan about that. Most Christians, if they heard somebody say, I'll give you $100 an hour to work, they'd leave where they're at right now. They'd leave their church. They, they, they'd, move, they'd move to another city, wherever. $100 an hour, that is God. And then you say, you tell the person, you think, well, I don't know, I, I, I think I'm going to stay in St. Pete. And they say, uh, how about $100 an hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week? <laughs> See ya. Folks, we, 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 we operate so in such a limited fashion. That's only $875,000 a year. See, some of you, some of you would, just, would, would just take that and say, okay, life's never been so good. 
But see, $100 an hour makes your mind think that's all the money in the world. And there's people that are making a million dollars a day, million dollars an hour. So when you present your money, when you, how the company pays you, they give you a paycheck with their name on it, and you sign the back of it with your name, and then you take it to the bank and put it in your account, or you go to their bank and cash it, and then when you bring that money in, or you write a check that that money went into, right? That represents your blood. It represents your life. But it's been turned into money. And now you can take that money and turn it into whatever you're needing at this season that God is leading you in. Right? Right? You turn it into money. Look what it says. Verse 25, you should turn it into money and bind up the money in your hand and shall go to the place which the Lord thy God shall choose and you shall bestow that money for whatever your soul lusts after. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm happy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about buying something. I just bought that jag. But the money didn't come by me toiling. Yeah, God, God, can, God can have things be given to you without you paying a dime for them. I get that. It's happened to me many times, right? But he'll also put some jingle in your pocket. Right? I'm talking about miracle money. I'm talking about supernatural increase. Are you praising the Lord over here? Okay. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Now, Go with me to Genesis. We're closing this thing out. Genesis 47. You still all right? Genesis 47. This is when Joseph, who is a type of Jesus. You understand that? His brothers didn't like him. Right? 
Jesus came unto his own, his own received him not. He gets thrown into a pit, right? And then into prison. Jesus went into the pit and prison. Then he was raised up, right, to be the right hand. Behind Pharaoh, Jesus at the right hand of the Father, right? And Jesus, or Joseph, was in charge of all the economy. And Jesus wants control, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. Remember, a seed, a generation of sowers shall serve him. Right? Now watch this. He's in charge. And uh, let's pick it up here. Verse 13. And there was no bread. Remember? Remember? He that is despised and hath the servant is better than he that honors himself lacks bread. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore. So the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of no, no bread, or by reason of the lack that famine produced. And Joseph gathered up. What? Gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt. I'm telling you, in these last days, you better get ready, ready, ready. ready. Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when money, money did what? Failed. It failed. We're talking about that monetary system that buy, sell, borrow, lend system failed. Now, when it failed, it was time for God to shine through His, through his people. Now, watch this. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, what? What are they after? Satisfied with bread. Yeah, give us bread. Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence? For the money faileth. See, people have put their trust in that, in those dollar bills, man. Now watch what happens. They brought, they brought their cattle unto Joseph. And Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses, for the flocks, for the cattle of herds, and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all the cattle for that year. That's what's been happening. People are just looking. For something on their table. Remember what we were talking about? Comfort food. Yeah. Somebody getting executed. They're going to give them their last meal. Something happens when the belly's full that you don't really, you're not as desperate to press into to things. You just want to go to sleep. 
they brought their cattle on Joseph. Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses, for the flocks, for cattle, for herds, for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When the year was ended, they came unto him the second year and said, We will not hide it from you, my Lord, how that our money is spent. My Lord all has our herds of cattle. Our money's gone. Our cattle's gone. There is nothing of anything left in our sight of my Lord but our bodies. But we got some ground. Wherefore shall we die before your eyes, both we and our land? By us. Folks. Know ye not that you are bought with a price and you are not your own? So why are you trying to sell out to that system out there? People sell themselves and say that they're free. That's what they did to slaves. They sold slaves. Right? But... Somebody that sells himself, I'm not a slave. You're still a slave. You're enslaved to that system. Is anybody following that? Right? They're willing to sell themselves out. No, no, you, no, you didn't pay for me. You don't own me. Nineteen, wherefore shall we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and we our land will be servants unto Pharaoh. Now watch this. And give us seed. They finally got a day dawn that the money and the cattle and all that stuff wasn't the key to success. What the key to success was, seed. Different nations have seed banks in case of the nuclear war. Because even at, in 2018, they recognize if everything is annihilated, and, 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 and somehow Noah, Noah and his family survives, Right? We can take seed and start all over again. It doesn't matter how desolate your life may be. God has seed. And if you say, I don't have seed, he gives seed to the sower. Not seed to see if this thing works or not. He gives seed to the sower. See? And in doing so, now watch this. Joseph, look in, look in chapter 41. We're almost there. Joseph, again, is a type of Jesus. Jesus. 
what we do in the natural realm eventually has a spiritual result back in the natural realm. In Genesis 41, in verse 55, And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, Go unto Joseph. You remember when Jesus did his first miracle? Yes. Turned water into wine? A miracle of extravagance? Nobody got born again. Nobody got healed. Nobody, no devils were cast out. Nobody raised from the dead. Mary, his mother, says to the servants, Servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Right here, they came to Joseph, and Pharaoh said to them, what, whatever jo what, he, what Joseph says to you, what he saith to you, do. Now, I, I close over here in Luke. Luke 6. Are you hearing this morning? This afternoon, rather? Very familiar verse. Give, verse 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, with all, it shall be measured to you again. So it's de you, it, God leaves it, the determination up to you. So certainly what you sow, man shall give into your bosom, so on and so forth. And God began to speak to me about that. And he said, Philip, there was no man When I broke the fish and loaves, men didn't come from everywhere and say, hey, we got, some, we got a load of fish over here. We got a load of bread over here. It was miracle. When manna was falling out of the sky, there was no men involved. See, we got to be real careful that we limit God to somebody having to give us something. We don't exclude that by no means. By no means. Because that's God's system of blessing. Is when there's a transfer from the lesser to the greater. Without contradiction. The less is blessed of the greater. See? But God began to stir my heart about this verse. And he said this to me it's an impartation verse give and it shall be given unto you 
good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men, the men that you give to, that are walking in a greater anointing, shall impart into your spirit, will impart into your bosom. So more than just getting back a harvest, you're carrying, you, you, give, me, you give me the choice of, of, of physical harvest or uh, a richer, greater uh, anointing, I'll take the anointing every time. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, God, God takes different ones. I, I can't speak on for everyone else. But, you know, that's seventy-day fast, right? And God, God told me, he said, I'm placing upon your life a greater uh, dimension of the anointing of increase. I'm carrying more than I was carrying last time here. And then he started talking about uh, the 72-hour miracles. I'm putting in your ministry. I didn't have that last time I was here, even though things like that would pop every now and then, right? And then he said, Isaac, I'm, res I'm restoring the spirit of laughter back to my people, and it's not going to be a laughter by faith. It's going to be a laughter of manifestation as Isaacs, which mean laughter, are being birthed. See, come on, babe, what you got? Yeah, hallelujah. Okay, uh, I got to get up here. That's a big step, ain't huh? I take giant steps. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another one. When I came into church this morning, when I came into the sanctuary, we were praising God. And uh, when we sat down and I opened my Bible, I opened directly to Isaiah 43. And nothing was marked. This is a little travel Bible I take because it's light. <laughs> and uh, I looked down and it's like all this stuff jumped out at me and God said, I'm talking to you. So go to Isaiah 43 because I believe it's going to be talking it's, I know it's for me but I know it's for whoever grabs a hold of this and then I have a testimony verse 10 Isaiah 43 verse 10 says you are my witnesses he was talking directly to me because he's always told my, me that my husband and I are his witnesses in this earth for prosperity you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me. See, we know him, and we believe him. And understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared, and have saved, and I have showed. Oh, my God. <laughs> when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yeah, before the day was, I am he. 
and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Or who shall let me do what I want to do? Yeah. Me. <laughs> I said that a long time ago. Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, <laughs> for my sake, and have brought down all their nobles and the Chaldeans who cr whose cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, your king. He's talking directly to me when I'm sitting there. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. No more doing it man's way. Hallelujah! They are extinct. They are quenched as tow. Remember ye not, Alberta, the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Don't look back at the times that it didn't look like it was happening. Or don't even look at back at the things at the way it did happen, is what he's saying to me. <laughs> I love it. Behold, I will do a new thing. New. Now. Now. What about now? Why not now? Why not? Why not? Why not? Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The, be excuse me. the beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls. Because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Okay, I, 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 was, I was carrying that word through the whole service. And you just kept, everything you were saying just kept going off in me like new. You understand? And do you remember when you taught on the 72? <laughs> Our miracle would drive it home. And I said, honey, what, you know, are we supposed to give? I knew I was supposed to give. And you know, when, when I'm supposed to give, I, I know it goes into my apostles, not my husband at that time. And uh, the Lord kind of, you know, because I'm over there, but Lord, you know, I mean, I give it, is that? Because I'm always ready to give and I'm always ready to give big. Always. That's how I've been from day one. My, uh, my marriage... And, and Pastor Phillips' life is because of a $1,000 seed I made that was a 72-hour miracle. I made that on the 13th, and on the 16th, 72 hours later, he came into the kingdom. And God healed our marriage. And God told me that was our, when he was preaching on, teaching on a 72-hour miracle. So I'm sitting there. And I know God's saying something. As I told you, 
I'm believing for a 72-hour miracle of the impossible. Everything from the time I started believing that has not been a hundredfold. And God said, you sow that car, the money. You sow that money. You don't take that money for the car. Because I took it out of my account. It's the only one we had access to at the time. And in other words, you don't pay me back. That's my 72-hour miracle. And I had to tell it. And, and I believe that 72-hour miracles are in this house today. Oh, I know they are. Whether it's $7.20 or $7.02. or $7,200. Because I know when God works on me, because I remember when he's talking about turn it into money, he's like the car, turn it into money. You know, turn it into, I, I, I mean, I knew I had to sow somewhat of a big seed. That's not a real big seed to me. But it's a big seat because God said it. He's directing Sure. Me. And, uh, I mean, I was, like, sitting through the whole service because, I mean, it just. Watch this. If God was dealing with you, then he's been yeah. dealing with people. Yes. Now, watch this. What is necessary in your life. My wife just sold a $7,200 seat. Again, that doesn't even come. That's when you said the car. Right. I told them our car was $7,200. There, there are cars and houses in this house. But what you got to do now, I'm going to lay hands on your offering. I'm going to lay hands on you to give into your bosom. We're going to do the offering first. Because a lot of times you lay hand on folk and they sneak out because they don't really get it. You understand what I'm saying? You, you get that? And plus, your obedience with your seed is going to determine how much is imparted into you. You're not buying something. You're sowing something. So if you need to give an envelope or whatever, you, they just make it out to Exceeding EGCC or whatever. How, how do you want to do this, Pastor? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just you just want to give it. However, you ready to sit back down there? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Husbands and wives, you probably ought to be talking. Seventy-two hour miracles. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Jesus. And you're going to name that seed. Write down on it, on that envelope or on that check or, or, or just write it down on your heart. What, you, what, what, what is this? What is it? See? Because God will always do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think anyhow, but you know, you can pre-program that seed. Well, Lord, just bless me. And that's wonderful. He will, but let's get some specifics. A demonstration hour. Thank you, Lord. When you got your seed ready, come up and put it on the altar. Something about putting your seed on the altar. Just throw it up there on the altar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to be 72 exactly. If you don't have $72, just round it off to 1000 This represents your blood, your life. You're laying your life on the altar. We're going to keep our faith working, the angels working, our seed working. We have altar calls to bring people to Jesus, and we'll sit there and go 20, 30 minutes with an altar call. I don't get nervous when God's trying to reach His people into the blessing of Abraham. Jesus paid a heavy price. He became a curse so that you and I could be redeemed from that curse so that the blessing that makes rich and he has no sorrow with it could come upon our lives.
Is that everything? If you need more time, is there anyone need more time? Is that everyone? that everybody let's pray father in the name of Jesus I've taught this since I've been here the best I know how at the season I'm in and Lord I believe that these your people are responding. That this is the sowing generation that will serve you. That whatever you say unto us, we do. Do you see every seed that is on this altar? What it's pre-programmed for? You see already all the other seed that is at work. And we thank you. We believe. We release our faith in a covenant fashion that you're a good God. And you'll not withhold any good thing from them that walk uprightly. You give us the desires of our heart. And I thank you, Lord God, specifically for cars and houses. There are many other things represented here. 72-hour miracles. We know we don't limit you, limit you to 72 hours. But I believe with all my heart. You're going to rock this church. With such demonstration. Of manifestation. That it's going to cause. St. Petersburg. To take notice. This visible seed is leaving their lives, moving into the invisible resurrection life power of the Lord Jesus Christ, and will be raised again. And how it's been pre-programmed. Now as an apostle. Of you Jesus. I speak. Now. That word. That Jesus spoke. For the Sanjarian. That put everything. 
in motion. I've waited till now under your instruction to decree it, to release it, one of the smallest, most powerful words in our language. The green light. Go! And come back into the lives of these your people. I bless their seed now in Jesus' name. Now come on up here. Let me lay my hands on you. Just start back row, and then the next row, and the next row, and the next row, all the way down to the front row. Come on. Come on, Alberta. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Get in here tighter. Thank you, Lord. Get your receivers up. Lord, I lay my hands, me and Mama Alberta, we lay hands on these, your precious people. And we impart into them a higher dimension of anointing of increase. In Jesus' name. So be it. So be it. So be it. <laughs> so be it. Increase. 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 In Jesus' name, once we prayed for you, make room for others. Increase. Increase. I release it into your lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, I'm up here. Increase. Increase. Don't look for a feeling. It's flowing up here. Don't look for a feeling. Use your faith right here. You need to come closer. Increase. Increase. Touch, Master. Increase. 
Increase. I decree it so. Increase. Increase. In the name that's above every name. Increase. Increase. In Jesus' name. Once we pray for you, move out of the way for the others. Increase. Increase. Thank you, Jesus. Come closer. Increase. Increase. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Increase. 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 In Jesus' name. Increase. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Increase. 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 Thank you, Lord. Increase. Thank you, Jesus. Increase. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Increase. In Jesus' name. Glory, glory, glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lift your hands to heaven. Increase. Increase. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it. Increase. In Jesus' name. Increase. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Increase. In Jesus' mighty name. Increase. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Increase. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Increase. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it. Increase in the name of Jesus. Marebe bonda basa. 
Millions of dollars have gone through these hands that I'm laying on you. Increase. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Increase. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Increase in the name of Jesus. Increase. <laughs> Increase. 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 In Jesus' name. Increase in the name of Jesus. Increase in Jesus' name. Y'all get your hands up. That's how you receive from heaven. In Jesus' name. Increase. Increase. Marabaka. Increase. Increase in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, increase. Increase. In Jesus' name, increase. In the name of Jesus, increase. In Jesus' name, Maroboka, increase. In the name of Jesus, make a bondi increase. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, increase. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you, Lord, increase. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Increase. In Jesus' name. Increase. In Jesus' name. Make this way. Increase. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, increase in the name of Jesus. Whoa, la da baso What you've uh, experienced so far, uh, 
you've reached a place where you know too much now. So everything gets stricter. Uh, you don't have the luxury of missing it. You know too much. To whom much is given, much is required. But at the same time, that place is a place of accelerated manifestation. And the manifestation, if you understand this, is more for the body of Christ than it is for your personal life. And as long as you keep that perspective, it's endless, it's limitless. But you have grown so fast in the amount of time that we've had the privilege of knowing you. You you're growing as you're growing fast like me and Mama grew. And I recognize that. But the Lord said, You know too much. So that means there'll be things that will tighten up that have to be done not thinking about it for a week they have to be done then because your life now your actions will cause the anointing that you're carrying to be that responsive for the people as quick as you respond quickens the ground in which is being sown into. See, there was a time when I couldn't really talk to you. On the same wavelength. Because you didn't understand. But what you did understand, you understood. And you had great revelation beyond things I knew at that level. Uh, going to do great things together. God's going to use us to break down a bunch of racial trash. Because mm -hmm. neither one of us have any kind of prejudice, any kind of racism, but yet we're two different cultures that you, you're fascinated 
with what you hear me tell the stories. I'm fascinated by listening to you all talk about how you were raised. And Kim, when you said last night at glory days, while we were just feeding the flesh, you said I was born here, I was raised here. Wasn't that at the glory days? Yeah. That carries so much weight versus an outsider sent in. Doesn't mean God can't send somebody, but it carries so much weight. You've graduated from prosperity college it's 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 your doctorate time your thesis I'm serious I'm serious I'm talking about the spirit of God and uh, what a privilege to be an eyewitness to your acceleration. Oh, yeah, I know, I know we're just breaking loose. I know there's all kinds of things. I know this, that, that, this, that. That, none of that physical matters. I'm talking spiritual. Everything will bow its knee to, to the anointing that's on your lives. Everything. So you use it for yourself. You use it for your family. You, you use it. I can do all things through Christ, through that anointing. And like I was telling you about your primary lane and your secondary lane, your, your primary is, is, is financial. And it's the same with me. And uh, God has taken two uh, complete, different couples and put us together for such a time as this. Now, see, there'll be others through can and all that. There'll be others that'll come in and do this and do that and, and we'll all kinds of people we don't even know about. But God has done something here that is upon every remembrance of you. I rejoice. We'll be sitting at home and we'll just say, send that picture to Kim. Text Jonathan. That's why, you know, we don't do that with everybody. And uh, then you'll call me up. And you say, hey, not with a problem. I, you know, you got a problem, call me. You call me up and you just say, hey, Dad. Just checking in. What's going on? It floods my soul. It just, you know, just floods my soul. Get off the phone. Mom Albert say, what, what, what did Kim and Jonathan say? Want to know. 
you know, just it's 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 it's. I've said it before. You're the kids that we never had, and I'm proud of you. Very proud of you. So I lay my hands on you. That what is happened to me in those 70 days will be released into your lives at a capacity that you can run with it. And you're going to take three days of fasting just to absorb what I'm about to do. Nothing else. You don't pray about nothing else. Just We're just absorbing that impartation that mom and dad laid on us for three days. Seventy-two hours. Not a short three days. It has to be 72 hours. Right? Father, these two right here, you've chosen and they've followed and I release 72-hour miracles, that higher dimension of anointing, flood them with the call that you called them to begin with before we even knew them. Everything that's necessary, all the peoples, all the resources, everything that's necessary, all the wisdom to flood their being in Jesus' mighty name. Now I take authority over every debt in this house. And I curse it at its root. Every credit card debt, every mortgage, every car note, every student loan, any kind of loan, I curse it. IRS debt, I curse it in the matchless name of Jesus. I command you to die, shrivel up, and get out of the lives supernaturally, out of the lives of these, your people. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen, amen. Look. We love you. Mama Alberta, she, she's already planning a vacation. Come down here because she got a car down here. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we don't know when we'll be back. But the, the camp meeting's in July. <laughs>